0: Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Friday, May 14th, 2021. It is a beautiful, sunny morning here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Um, And, well, this is uh, the day after the CDC did their mask, amended their mask wearing guidelines, which feels great and also kind of feels weird and I don't really know. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to, um, seems like there's a lot of loose threads. So anyway, I guess I can only speak to what I, what I'm going to personally be dealing with, which is, um, you know, there's still an unvaccinated member of our family, which is Oliver, and he is definitely going to wear masks indoors and, um, at school and I have to say that I'm hoping that New York City schools will maintain a mask mandate <clears throat> excuse me, um, next school year too, because um uh you don't know which staff members are unvaccinated and there definitely probably are and I'm only gonna well I'm gonna I know that as of a couple of months ago there were Staff members that didn't want to get vaccinated at his school, and I just um, why would it, why would you have an unvaccinated maskless person around another unvaccinated maskless person? So um, I'm guessing and hoping that the schools will like maintain mask wearing mandates. Either way, he will definitely be wearing a mask, um, and then. My youngest niece upstairs, she is going to be unvaccinated still. But my older niece fits into this 12 to 15 age range of getting vaccinated. And um, I am pretty sure she is getting vaccinated very soon. Um, I have actually haven't talked to her, but I talked to the younger niece last night. And she mentioned that the older one wants to be vaccinated before her birthday next month, which <laughs> is um, a very um, relatable Uh, desire so anyway um, so yeah so obviously I'm now fully vaccinated way beyond the two weeks after the second shot Julie is um, both my brother and sister-in-law upstairs are the older niece will soon be vaccinated or begin her series or I guess one if it's Johnson and Johnson and um, yeah Oliver and my younger niece Sophie will remain unvaccinated my mom in Cincinnati is obviously vaccinated. Um, so is my sister and her husband. The older nephew there is going to qualify for this new child date range. So, and then there's my younger nephew, which is similar to my nieces here, but my younger nephew will not yet. But um, they have been very careful, uh, my sister and, and family in Cincinnati. They've been fully remote all year. They, I don't think they do too much. Um, they're way more locked down. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it's, you know, last, I will say that yesterday in the neighborhood, um, people really started going, there was a lot more mask wearing, and that started earlier this week too, when it feel, felt like rumblings of this were coming, and I can't remember if there was some sort of official or almost official thing about outdoor mask wearing earlier in the week. It's also, it's all just a jumbled timeline now, but Um, definitely in this neighborhood, more and more people are going unmasked outside, which I think is fine because even when the streets are quote unquote crowded, they're not that crowded. Um, they're not like football stadium crowded. Um, it's just people walking down the street or hanging out outside a restaurant. And my game plan has been that I'm going to feel fine not wearing a mask outside and, but if many others around me seem to be I will definitely quickly put it on I'm gonna have a mask with me always because I still think I'm gonna wear masks indoors despite that guidelines like I don't feel like going into Trader Joe's unmasked it just doesn't feel comfortable to me yet I've been trained to wear a mask indoors and you know I've also been thinking about how it's just I am fine with not catching other types of germs too so I think mask wearing is going to be a part of my life for a long time. I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, Obviously, definitely in airports and all that sort of thing. But yeah, Trader Joe's is crowded, and I'm going to go in there. And why not wear a mask? I'm used to it now. Um, Maybe I won't get the flu or a cold or something. Um, And let's see. Yeah, I think people are still trying to figure it out. I started to notice early this week that... um, my fellow morning runners early morning runners were um more and more going maskless there was like some that were just maskless some that had it pulled down and would pull it up and and then a few that were still masked and I'm I would almost guess that those masked ones were like me where they just kept it on because they don't even want to bother thinking about what other people think if they run by them it's just like you know just want to focus on the running, the the actual exercise. But uh, I started running. I, I, I ran the first two blocks outside of our apartment, um, masked on Monday morning. And I was just like, well, there's no one around. And I just pulled it down. And then I don't know, it's kind of basically stayed up Tuesday and Wednesday. I did keep the mask up while getting out of the neighborhood, like which is about takes about five minutes before you're out into sort of industrial land, which is more vacant, and then I would put it back on re- re-entering the neighborhood, but uh, yesterday, and like, I was just like, you know what, just go unmasked, because um, you can still kind of run around, people run into the street for a minute, and, and I think it's fine, it just seems like, you know, outdoors is obviously totally fine, and I still have the mask ready to go if necessary but um yeah so after 14 months i'm back to running maskless which i had done previously only in saugerties on a country road (laughs) um and then in cincinnati last summer uh in our neighborhood where there's no one no one walking by it's a very remote suburban subdivision so feels kind of good um to run (laughs) it's it's better Feels better physically to run without a mask, um, obviously. Um, but yeah, I I worry about what's gonna happen with how businesses and and public offices are gonna deal with this new CDC guideline, which seem to just wash their hands of like giving more details, and it's just gonna gonna become a mess. Um, yeah, you know, I'm just worried about Im- immunocompromised people and kids. Uh, people that just cannot get the vaccine. Um, I am less concerned about people that choose to not get vaccinated, but, um, that's neither here nor there. Um, so we'll see what's happening. But last night, um, after dinner, Oliver scooted up and down the sidewalk, our block uh, a million times as he does sometimes. And I told him he could not wear his mask, but, and for the first like 20 minutes, he wanted to wear it. It just felt weird. He didn't he couldn't comprehend not wearing it. And then um at one point he switched to his bicycle that he's learning how to ride. And in in the process of doing that switch, the switcheroo, he calls it, we just kind of I noticed that he had pulled his mask down and just was keeping it down. And I was like, ah, okay. So um so yeah, it must be confusing for him and other kids. It's just like we're constantly slowly you know tweaking the rules but i explained to him you know we got the mommy and daddy got the vaccine you know the medicine blah 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 and and outdoors uh, doctors and scientists have sort of like learned that it's very safe outdoors and you know you don't have to wear the mask outdoors but anyway all very confusing but this um like to give the general sense like i've also noticed that walking in the morning like to school and work and whatever more people are masked than in the afternoon and i think that's because people are going someplace and they just put it on and it, everything feels more official in the morning um and if you're walking to a walking a child to school when you get to school you kind of even though you don't go in it just kind of feels like you know you should wear the mask and we've always been told you have to wear a mask to even come and approach the building um so, yeah, I've noticed, like, I was, I went masked on the walk to school, but also just pulled it off when there was, like, an empty entire block ahead of me. Um Oliver just kept the mask on, of course. Uh But, yeah, I've noticed more masked people in the morning, and then, you know, the after work strolling on Court Street is just very half-masked and half-not-masked, and it's obviously fine to be unmasked outdoors, I think. Um but inside, I am still going to be masked. Um, we ate indoors yesterday. We had a quick slice at Layla Jones. Uh, we thought we were going to be able to sit outside, but the backyard is not open, apparently, we discovered. And the uh, sidewalk tables were directly in the hot sun. So we sat inside because we were the only people in tiny little Layla Jones, and, and the doors wide open. Um, but... That was kind of weird and odd to be back inside that place um, for longer than a minute of picking up slices. But we didn't stay too long, but we were the only people in there. But that was a flash of quote-unquote normalcy. Um, And speaking of like indoor dining, I've been thinking about it in the sense that the new restaurant on our corner finally opened. Um, So if you know the corner of Court and Sackett, um there is this huge restaurant space and for many years it was a place called buchenschank which was kind of a german themed restaurant and beer hall um i loved it up until four o'clock and then it got too loud and the room itself is kind of noisy it, it the sound just reverberates in this big large room but it had been vacant for about three years and um this turns out this now been taken over and they they opened this restaurant Sociale, Sociale from Brooklyn Heights from Henry Street moved down and they opened um like a week ago and it seems pretty cool it's like high end kind of pricey italian food uh but they have a huge scene they have it like they have outdoor seating um and they also have indoor seating and The indoor seating seems fine to me because, um, if you know this corner, this space, it's like all windows. Like it's one of those things, one of those situations where you can like, like the whole storefront is kind of like wide open from the waist up, so to speak from window level up. So it's essentially outdoor, even when you're sitting indoor. Um, but uh yeah we'll see so i mean i would i would let myself go in there i and i think i would let oliver go in there too because it's basically an outdoor indoor situation but anyway it's very popular right now because people are checking it out and it has a very pleasant scene to it um dining experience it looks like so uh we went and tried to eat there at 5 30 on wednesday and yeah, they had no tables. They had some tables, but I don't know if they were reserved or something. But anyway, maybe we'll try this weekend. But definitely feels like everything is coming back to life. Um, I noticed that on Court Street in First Place, uh, where there has there was a restaurant that's been space that's been vacant for two years. It was the old Madcap Cafe. Um, the rumor, like two years ago, was that the guy from Lucali had rented it out and Lucali was going to have a slice place to go with their pizza restaurant on henry street um and then obviously the pandemic hit nothing happened and i noticed two days two evenings ago when i was walking down court street i saw they had started building outdoor seating out onto the street in front of this place um which is a sign that obviously something's happening and i saw mark iacono i think his name is the famous Lucali owner and chef who's always wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans, and he was standing outside talking to someone. So I think that's a sign that this um, long-anticipated Lucali slice joint is coming to the neighborhood probably within a couple of weeks. Um, We'll see. So, um, yeah, that's the neighborhood mask and life report, I guess. Um, And... Running unmasked, it's uh, it's it's nice. Oh, and speaking of running, last Saturday I went on my longest run ever, 8.2 um, miles, beating out by 0. 0.1 mile my longest run from like two months ago. But this time I ran up to the Williamsburg Bridge, basically up to Tillery Street, over to like Flushing Avenue, past past the Navy Yard and Wegmans and all that, into Williamsburg Bedford Avenue, past through the Orthodox neighborhood, and then. The pedestrian entrance to the Williamsburg Bridge is on Bedford Avenue, and um, that bridge is great to run across or bike. It's got a huge pedestrian and bicycle path. I had no idea. Um, So yeah, no wonder all the Williamsburgers run across it. It's great. Um, Way more room than the Brooklyn Bridge, uh, which is, as we know, getting a new pedestrian path um, or new bike path and pedestrian path, blah, blah, blah later this year. But, um, anyway, and then we ran through the Lower East Side to the Manhattan Bridge and came back and it was 8.2 miles and it was awesome. felt great. Um, most of that was unmasked because I was not near anyone most of the time, but this was a week ago. So I was still in the, um, pull the mask up when I saw someone come into view. Um, yeah. And speaking of unmasked hanging out, um, a week ago, I saw my old friend and colleague, Jeremy, uh, who used to work at The Post and now works at Freshly um, because he loves the intersection of data and uh, prepared meal kits. Um, He was in the neighborhood going to Warby Parker, and he said, care to meet for a beer? And I was like, sure. And I met him in front of Bar Grade Harry, and we were both standing there, like, okay, we'll we'll get, sit sit outside, but let's go inside for a beer to order the beer. And Bar Great Harry also is one of those places where, you know, when the French doors are open, it's basically all outdoor, even the indoor. Um, so we go in, and there's um my pal Arion, normal Friday bartender, and he just says, gentlemen, take take a seat, and he sort of gestures his hand, his arm at two seats at the bar, and. Jeremy and I looked at each other we're like well let's do it and that was the first time I've sat at the bar um in 14 months so that felt pretty good and we got a hazy IPA and of course if you know Bar Great Harry's tap system their number four tap out of 20 is generally a rotating hazy IPA and that was the two roads so we got two number fours and um sat at the bar and it was pretty amazing um and surreal and crazy everything feels surreal all the concert announcements coming um dead and company announced their tour uh, festivals are announcing Lollapalooza is apparently going to announce um for a this is all full capacity although i think the dead and company tour they're going to require proof of vaccine or a negative test and i don't know how many of these festivals or shows are doing that uh i'm obviously happy to do to comply um But that'll be interesting to see how that all works out. Um, But what a week! Um, What a week! Uh, And I, I, this is all like academic, but I wonder what would happen if we were reaching this stage of vaccination, et cetera, going into a winter where there would not be ease of outdoor hanging. But thankfully, we don't have to deal with that. Um, Anyway, at least in this hemisphere. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at my notes. That's all kind of it. What else? Quickly, quick, quick. Personal notes from the past couple of weeks. We got a new TV because the old one finally the screen started to finally go. So we got a 55 inch Vizio, and it is awesome. And I watched The Rolling Stones Shine a Light, which I'd never seen. And <laughs> ah, new TV is so great. Um, slightly larger. I can't imagine ever getting a new TV that's the same size. You know. Um, so we went from a 42 inch to a 50 inch, and Whenever we get a new TV, which I don't know, five years or more, we'll we'll bount, bump up in size because um, you can't go back and you can't stand still. Um, if the thunder don't get you, then the lightning will. Oh, let's see, and oh yeah, Oliver and I went for another trip to the Red Caboose a couple of weeks ago. We bought some track, uh, like six pieces of nine-inch track HO scale, um, and he's looking forward to our Cincinnati trip in june um where he will pick up more model trains from my childhood collection yeah we're basically gonna leave like the weekend right after school ends and spend a week in cincinnati and it's a 10 hour 11 hour drive which i'm fine doing on my own but i don't want to subject oliver to that so i think we're gonna stop in both ways like spend a night pittsburgh maybe both ways but um yeah, I've never been to Pittsburgh besides the airport which I went to a lot as a kid because there was always a transfer through Pittsburgh um flying from Cincinnati um when I would fly those US Air flights often in, in the 80s but um anyway so if anyone's ever been to Pittsburgh let me know seems nice um and I guess that's it music um didn't listen to too much music except the new super wolves album came out which is a sequel to super wolf um an album by will oldham bonnie prince billy and also matt sweeney um from chavez and a million other great bands and it is one of the best records i've heard in a very long time incredible songs instant classic so super wolves um and i listened to the new teenage fan club album endless arcade which famously uh no long cherry love is no longer in the band and It's okay. I think it's a well-done record. Um, I think it probably will uh, um, date well, but there aren't as many immediately catchy Teenage Fan Club melodies, which is kind of what you want from Teenage Fan Club. But it is a very competent, mature, um, well-done record. Um, It is a grower, as my friend Matt Frampton said. Um, And it's getting very well-reviewed, so that's nice. And then... Uh, turn to movies. I actually have seen a couple of movies. Uh, I watched Tenet when it came on to HBO Max, and it is awesome. I love I loved Interstellar, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Um, I think I loved it uh, more than most people, and um, Tenet was great. I'd seen a lot of, like, middling reviews, because I think people expected something more, but um, I'm glad I didn't see it in the theater because I rewound it several times in places so i could try to make sense of what was happening with the whole time travel thing um but i loved it love tenet um and i watched the mitchells versus the machines with oliver and um which is a netflix film um from the phil lord and whoever the other guy is animation team and it is so funny and has so much to say and i'm noticing grassroots people mentioning it i think it's getting a lot of positive word of mouth i don't know why it isn't right now, a culturally bigger thing than it is, but it's so good. Um, the Mitchells versus the machines. And now we've watched it like, uh, five times. Um, but it's funny. Olivia Coleman is so good in it as the evil (laughs) phone. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I guess that's it for the mask report. This, this life report was basically just a mask report, which is very, representative of our lives. But anyway, I guess that's it. I'm going to call it for this life report. This was episode 64, May 14th, 2021 from a sunny morning here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Reach out, say hello. And if you're in the neighborhood, stop by and we can actually go to someplace um, if you're vaccinated, which I'm assuming everyone listening to this is. All right. Um, Take care and talk to you next time.